Hey, welcome back to another episode of Coggers with Chetan and Rakshita. Today we are going to talk about culture. Not the one biologists painstakingly prepare in their labs. We are talking about the culture which maps social behavior and has passed on to you from generations. Is your thinking really unique to you? Is your cognition really personal to you? Sorry for being a tad bit ex- existential, but um, no. The way you perceive things is highly influenced by culture. I call it the peer pressure of culture on perception and thinking. Our dear old cognition is influenced by our social values. These affecting social values are not recent values. It can be seen from the times you would be hunting for food rather than just hopping onto Uber Eats. Yes, those medieval times of hunters and gatherers. Different forms of getting food and resources at that time influenced cognition. One hypothesis is that hunters and gatherers must be good at classifying and selecting objects from the environment. On the other hand, farmers would pay close attention to the relationship between environmental factors that can influence the growth of a crop. A researcher called T. Berry tested this hypothesis on hunters and farmers in Africa and he found that farmers are more field dependent than hunters. By field dependent, they meant their cognition was more dependent on the environmental factors and they were better at making correlations. There also exists a difference between people who adhere to the collectivist culture, the Eastern world, and the people who adhere to the individualist culture, the Western world, being aware that this is a broad generalization. Collectivists value group closeness and success above personal achievement. For example, when asked to pick a colored pen from an array of pens, individualists tend to pick the most unusual color and collectivists tend to pick the most common one. Many Western cultures are individualistic and they trace seminal cultural influence to ancient Greece, which had an economy based on fishing and herding. Far Eastern countries trace their cultural influence to China which had intensive agriculture. Westerners are more likely than Easterners to attribute a personal person's behavior to an internal trait rather than environmental circumstance. Easterners are more likely to see both sides of a conflict when faced with counter-arguments in a debate, while Westerners hold on to a stance strongly. Westerners tend to categorize objects based on the shared features like Cow goes with chicken. Why? Because they are both animals. So again, shared feature. Whereas Easterners focus more on relationship between objects. Like cows go with grass. Why? Because cows eat grass. So more on the more focus on the relationship. The point is that not all col- collectivist cultures are alike. Difference between collectivist culture and within collectivist culture are often greater than the difference between collectivist and individualist culture. The point is simply that collectivist cultures share this one dimension of similarity and that dimension, as we will see, has an impact on cognitive style. You can learn more about it from the source we learned it from. Here, it's attached in the description. Next up, we will be talking about memes. Hold up, not the internet memes we so endlessly scroll on Instagram. Guilty as charged. Before the internet kidnapped it and popularized it to induce comic relief, the term meme was originally coined by Richard Dawkins, who in no way 
no way meant cat dogs and all the other character memes that are out there right now a british evolutionary biologist richard dawkins was quite interested in how cultural traits get transmitted from one person to another he coined the word meme which echoes the word gene so what exactly is a meme according to dawkins a meme is a unit a unit that includes ideas tunes catchphrases stories fashion ways of building arches or even pots so basically just a unit so these cultural items these cultural units or memes are passed from one individual to another mimetically that is by imitation for instance all of us children have picked up certain traits of our culture from our families these cultural items or units have been passed on for generations just how genes get transferred from one person to another memes also get transferred or rather they spread from one brain to another from person to person via imitation we see our elders we see our parents teachers all their behaviors we listen to the story that they tell us we learn the ways to dress up the ways to play and the know-how of things by observing them we try to mimic what they do and the funny thing with memes and by memes i mean the current wacky internet memes is that through these memes we see a transfer of culture has a new dimension introduced in it which is instead of top to bottom we see a bottom to up transfer of culture with the senior generation now getting acclimatized to gen z meme culture all these cultural items all these traits that we individuals take from others can be thought of as transfer of a particular pattern of either activated or inactivated synapses from the associative network of one brain to another synaptic patterns that code cultural traits have been called memes just as the molecular patterns that code biological traits are called genes what's even more fascinating is that people from different cultures use their brains differently even though all of us have the same walnut shaped organs we use that walnut differently to solve different tasks so in a paper titled cultural influences on neural substrates of attentional control the researchers have reported this difference by making individuals perform some visual perception tasks and studying their brain using fmri as they perform these tasks they asked 10 east asians and 10 americans to make some quick perceptual judgments while they were seated in a fmri scanner fmri it's short for functional magnetic resonance imaging it helps us in understanding brain activity by mapping changes in the blood flow in the brain these changes correspond to mental operations which helps us to understand our brain better and if you have been following the podcast in the first episode you could call back to our explanation of fmri and the bold signals used in it the two groups east asians and americans ended up showing different brain activity while performing these tasks we know that american culture values the individual and independence more than the group while east asian societies value collectivism and care about context so american participants found it very hard to make relative judgments as compared to east asian participants in the study and even more interesting is that american participants showed more brain activity in regions which were involved in attention demanding mental tasks while they were making these judgments whereas less brain activity was observed when they were making absolute judgments and these judgments are familiar to their culture 
On the other hand, East Asians showed more brain activity for absolute judgments than relative judgments. Now we might wonder why do these differences emerge? The reason is quite simple. It's 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 culture. We use we all use the same set of attention mechanisms to do cognitive tasks. The way in which we use these mechanisms or rather the way we are trained to use them is different and this training is done again by culture. You can think of attention mechanisms as flow of water and the culture as the pipe through which it flows. As culture varies, the pipe's diameter also varies. Thus the what water coming from the pipe also varies according to the pipe's diameter. We will now be providing some beautiful insights and examples from another fascinating research article titled Cultural Neuroscience: Biology of the Mind in Cultural Context, where they conducted a thorough survey of the field. You can check out the paper in the description. They spoke about how culture is influenced by psychological and neurobiological processes and how they get influenced by them. One study found that both Chinese and western participants showed greater activation in the medial prefrontal cortex or the MPFC when judging traits about their self versus others by others they mean people well known but not that close however in the study only chinese participants showed greater MPFC activation when thinking about their mothers versus familiar others There are studies that found that people who hold Christian or Buddhist belief versus the non-religious people showed weaker activation of neural activation in the ventral medial prefrontal cortex on or the VMPFC which is associated with the labeling stimuli as self-relevant when making self-referential judgments because people because perhaps of a religious emphasis on the denial of self they also talked about how religion also moderates how people physiologically respond to environmental stimuli christians responded to negative images with more threatened cardiovascular reactions compared with their reactions to positive images whereas non christians did not show such a difference so after a comparison of various cultures we hope you got cultured about culture by now and have an idea about how people's way of thinking is not completely unique to them and is influenced by culture we can now try to understand the cultural backtrack of what causes a person to hold an ideology see you next sunday signing off chetan rakshita bye, bye.